Hello, and welcome to another episode of the How to Save Your Marriage podcast. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, I hope that you guys are having an amazing day and that you're enjoying your life. All right, so I know last week we were supposed to start. They are what you think they are challenge, but I was not feeling the greatest last week. My kids weren't really feeling good. So last week we did not get that done. However, we are going to start that next week. And I promise you we're going to start it next week. I plan to um, talk about it more in the Facebook Live and show you the download that you guys can get so that you can start writing down the positive things about your spouse and the things you're grateful for. All right, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, the They Are What You Think They Are Challenge is just where we're going to commit to the next seven days. We are only going to say nice things about our spouse. We're only going to say kind things. And we're only going to think positive thoughts about them. So we have two columns, okay? One column is going to be things you're grateful for and things you like or love about your spouse. And every day, we're going to write something in it. So day one, I know we're starting off, you can write one thing in each column. Day two, I need you to write two things in each column. Day three, three things in each column. So you see where I'm going with this, right? And here's the crazy thing about it. The crazy thing about it is that you cannot repeat the same thing. So if you think your spouse is kind and you appreciate their thoughtfulness, you cannot write kind and thoughtful the next day because then you'll just have a whole bunch of repetitive things you're thankful for. And I don't know. I just think that there's a lot to be thankful for um, about your spouse than just having one or two things. So we're going to step out of our comfort zone and we are going to find more than one or two things that we're thankful for, grateful for, and that we appreciate about our spouse. So that's what we're going to be doing next week. And I'm planning to have to download out... um, sometime this week so that you can download it and see exactly what we're talking about and how to um, write it down. So we're going to do that, okay? So that's what we will be doing. Now, a couple, I think a week or so after that, we're going to be doing our three-day marriage boot camp. That is, begins on July 8th and it ends July 10th. And it's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And it's at 6 o'clock. Um, p.m. each one of those days and what we're going to do we are going to be learning a lot of things the cost is only $27 but we're going to be learning so much like on day one we are going to be learning about triggers and there's just a lot of things we're going to do so later on in the podcast I do have an ad about that that will be talking more about um the three-day marriage boot camp so pay attention to that because it's going to tell you everything that we're going to be discussing in those three days and I've also added as a bonus that if you do sign up for the three-day marriage boot camp, you can get a free 30-minute coaching call with me. And together, we will design a treatment plan for your marriage. And it's going to be something that works that's specific to you and specific to your marriage. So we will do that just to make sure that this, these three days are transformative, that it's something that can help you. Now, after this, if you still want to work with me, I do coaching calls, and I also have a program coming up for a year where we are going, it's like intense work on your marriage, so we're going to be doing that as well. So if you still need more help after the three days, I'm your girl, I got you, I can still be your coach, okay? But just remember, the three-day marriage boot camp is coming up July 8th, 9th, and 10th, okay? All right. So last week on the podcast, we talked about how to show appreciation in your marriage. And here are some of the takeaways from last week's episode. Number one, give your spouse the benefit of the doubt. And this is so important, especially when you want to think the negative about your spouse first, right? 
So you always want to think the negative. But it's important to give your spouse the benefit of the doubt. Think about what they probably meant by that, what they probably wanted to say, and don't always jump to the worst possible conclusion. Number two, think the best about your spouse. And this is important because if you're going to give them the benefit of the doubt, you got to think the best about them because if you're not thinking the best about them, you will not give them the benefit of the doubt. So think the best about them. Number three, let your spouse know that you're grateful for them because so many times we keep our gratefulness to ourselves, right? We'll see something like, oh, that's nice, but we will not tell our spouse what we're grateful for. So let them know daily what you are grateful for. Remind yourself, this is number four, remind yourself daily about things that you're grateful for about your spouse. Now, this is good because this can help you in those times when you want to um, complain or be judgmental or just be frustrated with your spouse. This helps you to remember positive things about them, things you're grateful for about them because it puts you in a framework and a mindfulness of gratefulness. Like, oh, I'm so thankful for them. And try it. When you are thankful for someone and you constantly say, oh, I appreciate that they did this. This was so kind of them. You're starting to think differently about your spouse. So that is another thing. Remind yourself daily about the things that you're grateful for about them. Number five, make a gratitude journal about your spouse. And every day, journal in it. Now, I know that there has to be one thing that your spouse did that you liked or that you appreciated. Even if it was taking their shoes off when they got in the house so they don't track mud on the carpet. Like, there has to be something that you're grateful for. So make sure you take time to find out what you are grateful for about your spouse and then write it down in your journal. Now, if you would like to find out more about what you can do to show appreciation to your spouse and in your marriage, then click on the link below in the show notes that is last week's episode so you can listen to the full episode of last week's podcast. Now, before we get into this week's episode of the podcast, here is a word from one of our sponsors. What if I could tell you the number one reason you are struggling in your marriage? Hi, my name is Kiana W. Mitchell, and I am a singer, songwriter, relationship coach, and podcaster, and I have been where you are in my marriage. I know how frustrating it can be to put in so much effort and not see your marriage get any better. I know what it's like to read relationship books and try all of these different marriage strategies, only to see it not pay off. It wasn't until I discovered that the answers I was looking for was not found in books, but that the solution to my marriage problems was with me the whole time. It finally dawned on me that I needed to work on myself instead of trying to change my husband. Once I began working on myself, I began to understand how some of my actions and reactions were contributing to a lot of the chaos in my marriage. Even though I was not the only person responsible for the problems in our marriage, I had to admit that I was a part of the problem. If you would like to begin improving your marriage and working on yourself, then my three-day marriage boot camp is for you. Here is what you can expect to learn during this three-day event. Day one, you will learn how your thoughts have the power to make or break your marriage and what you can do to take control of your thoughts and your actions. Day two, we are going to discuss some of the reasons why you are doing what you're doing in your marriage and why it's not working and what you can do now to immediately change the negative dynamics in your marriage. Day three, on day three, you are finally going to be able to identify your emotional triggers and then together work on ways to deal with these triggers in an emotionally healthy way. Okay, I know all of this sounds like a lot of work, but if you ever want things to change, then you have to put in the work. If you're looking for a quick fix or you're trying to change your husband, 
that this three-day marriage event is not for you. The three-day marriage boot camp is only for individuals who are willing to invest time, money, and effort to change their marriage. Why should you listen to me? In addition to being a relationship coach, I have a master's degree in counseling psychology, and I have a lot of experience working in the mental health field. I also have been on numerous podcasts talking about how it's possible to improve your marriage while working on yourself. The cost of the three-day marriage boot camp is only $27, and I guarantee that what you will learn will help you transform your marriage right now. If you choose to make an investment in your marriage by attending the three-day marriage boot camp, then you will have access to live coaching, one-on-one coaching as needed, daily homework assignments that will help you understand more about yourself and your marriage, and replays of all the coaching sessions for the weekend. Once again, I know all of this sounds like a lot of work, and believe me, it is. But I guarantee you that if you attend the three-day marriage boot camp, you will begin to see positive changes take place in your marriage. I can't wait to meet you, and I am looking forward to having you in the program so that together we can begin working on your marriage. Click the link in the show notes to sign up for the three-day marriage boot camp, which will take place June 10th through the 12th. Hope to see you there. Today on the podcast, we are going to talk about how to set boundaries in your marriage. So believe it or not, many couples do not know how to set, follow, or respect boundaries in their marriage. Just like in all relationships, boundaries are needed so that couples know what's acceptable and what's expected in a relationship. You know, it's kind of like the rules of engagement. So some of the reasons why you would want to have boundaries in your marriage is because establishing boundaries early in a relationship can help you not to become codependent on each other. Um, having boundaries can also help you and your spouse to maintain emotional well-being because you let both people in the relationship know how you want the relationship to proceed, what you guys going to do, what you consider okay, what you consider not to be okay, because then you're not doing it by trial and error. So if you guys talk and have boundaries, then you'll know what's expected, what you should do. It's almost like when you're a kid and you have classroom rules, right? (laughs) You know what to do in the class, what you can't do, you know what the consequences are. And with every relationship, there should be some type of boundaries so that people will know um, how to proceed in a relationship, what to do, so they can feel comfortable being themselves, but also knowing what they can and cannot do in a relationship that will make you feel uncomfortable. And the same goes for them. You'll know what you can and cannot do that will not make them feel uncomfortable. So boundaries are very important to have in a relationship. Boundaries can be established for many reasons. Like, for example, married couples often establish boundaries in areas such as dealing with in-laws or dealing with finances or how much they want to tell their family about their business, communication, physical space, etc. There are just so many reasons to have boundaries. Now, boundaries are good to have because they can help you have some common rules and common ground that both you and your spouse can agree on as to how you're going to do things in your marriage. Now, it's important to note that if you and your spouse set boundaries, then it's very important for you guys to respect those boundaries and to follow them. So here are just some guidelines when setting boundaries in the relationship. So when setting boundaries, it's important to do the following, okay? 
Number one, clear communication. This is so important. So you guys need to talk, okay? Don't just talk about anything. Talk about your values. Talk about your morals. Talk about things that are important to you, things that make you feel comfortable, things that make you feel uncomfortable. Have clear communication so that you guys will both know what it takes for each one of you to feel loved, liked, and respected. Make sure you have that those goals, okay? Then talk about what's important to you, and then come up with boundaries based on these morals, values, goals, and things that make you feel liked, loved, and respected. Because if you do that, then the boundaries won't be one-sided. Like, there have been times when I've heard couples talk about boundaries, but maybe only the wife had boundaries about things that she wanted done. and Or the husband had boundaries about what the wife could wear or what he wanted done. So it's like it has to be something that you both have boundaries on. Because if it's one-sided, it's going to be more like a parent giving out rules and you're going to have consequences, you know? That's what one-sided boundary setting is like. But when you guys come together and think of it, you're on a team, right? So when you're on a team, what is the best guidelines or the best set of rules for you to have for your team to succeed? That's what marriage is, a team. So think about what are the best rules and guidelines based on our morals, our values, that help us feel liked, loved, and respected that we can set up and put in place to protect the marriage. That is what it's about. It's about protecting the marriage. And as you protect the marriage, you protect yourselves as well by having these boundaries and these rules in place. And I know people don't want to call them rules, but you know, boundaries are kind of like rules, only they're things that you both agree on, things that you came up with together so that your marriage can be successful and so that the team, you and your spouse, can both win. The next thing you can do is set clear consequences. So if you have boundaries and it's okay to break these boundaries and there's no consequences, then there's no point in having boundaries, okay? So there has to be clear consequences. And consequences, now when I say consequences, I don't want you to think of like child punishment kind of stuff. No, it's not like that. I think of consequences as just the natural progression of things that happen if things occur. Like for example... If I am speeding and I have an accident, the consequence is that my insurance will go up. I can get hurt. Um, I have to pay for the damage I did to the other car or to the other people if they were injured. So those are consequences. Or let's say you're in the kitchen and you touch the pan because you forgot to get the, um, what do you call it, the pan, the glove or the thing to hold it so you won't burn yourself. You guys, y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay, so just think about it like that, and then you burn your hand. So you're not in trouble for forgetting to do it, but the consequence is that you burned your hand. So consequences are just clear things that would happen if certain things occurred. Like, um, I can't think of any right now, but there are different consequences. Let's say, for example, you guys are in a heated argument, and you have that if one person starts raising their voice, the consequence is that they have to walk away and take a timeout. For three minutes or a half an hour to calm down before you resume the conversation that is a clear consequence because you know if you're arguing about something or having a heated discussion that since it's not okay to yell at each other or curse at each other or be rude or disrespectful so if a person does that then the consequence is they have to take a timeout and the timeout is not to punish them the timeout is just so they can calm down so y'all can come back and talk you know all of this is just for the good of the marriage so you want to have consequences that reflect that. Or if one of you overspend money or something like that, 
or you purchase something that wasn't agreed upon however your boundaries are set up then maybe a consequence would be like okay so for the next three days you have to show or you have to talk to your spouse about all your purchases or something like that but you know just have consequences that you both can abide by something that is sensible something that fits you know what you're doing and what you're trying to um, build and grow just consequences that will help you guys um, be able to respect the boundaries and so make sure that they're clear so that there's no gray it should either be black or white you should know exactly what's going to happen if you did such and such and such or this occurred or if that happened it shouldn't be like well maybe such and such could happen but i don't know because this could happen no it should be clear and precise so you should know what the consequence for that particular action or breaking that boundary is the next thing is to take responsibility for your actions so when setting boundaries it's important to take responsibility for your actions. So if you do something that breaks a boundary, don't be like, well, I just don't feel like I should be, you should be mad about this. No, take responsibility for your actions. Own up to it. My whole philosophy is if you are grown enough to do it, you are grown enough to own it. So if you did it, own it, apologize, be sincere, but take responsibility for your action. And that's the thing I like about boundaries. They help you take responsibility for your actions. So no one can hide behind this whole facade of, I didn't know, oh, I didn't know that you, I couldn't do this or say this or that this would hurt you because you did know because you set these boundaries up. So you know what to do and what not to do. And another thing I want to say when boundaries, okay, when setting boundaries, boundaries are to help your marriage. They're for the good of the marriage. So don't make it a habit of always trying to get as close to breaking that boundary as possible without actually breaking it. Because then you are defeating the purpose of having boundaries in your relationship. Boundaries are a good thing and they help you and your marriage grow. They help you grow together. So that's why it's important to have boundaries set in place in your marriage so that you guys will both know what is expected of you in the relationship. And if you guys have a hard time setting boundaries, it's okay because sometimes it can get one-sided, but seek professional help if needed. You can contact a coach. I'm always available. Um, and we can sit down and talk about some of the boundaries that you can set up together. And we can make sure that the boundaries are not one-sided, but that it's a collaboration of what both spouse wants and deem and value to be important so that they can feel liked, loved, and respected. So... These are just some of the things that are important to do when setting up boundaries, okay? So when, just remember that setting boundaries in your marriage is a good thing. Always remember that even if you don't have boundaries now, it's never too late to sit down and just begin to set boundaries in your marriage. And maybe you can have a conversation like, hey, um, I noticed recently that, you know, I've been doing some things that you may have made you uncomfortable. You've been doing some things. Why don't we just sit down and talk about it and see if we can come up with some boundaries together. Remember, boundary setting is a collaboration. It's not one-sided. It's not a solo, okay? It's a collaboration or a duet of two people coming together and making it happen. So make sure that when you and your spouse are setting boundaries, they are boundaries that both you and your spouse can abide by in the marriage, okay? Now, the song that we are going to listen to today is called When I'm in Your Arms. And this song is an example of what can happen when you do set boundaries in your marriage. Frustrated and tired, had a bad day, such a bad day. My 
podcast i would like to thank you so much for being here with me today i absolutely love hanging out with you each week and it's always a pleasure to spend time with you if you love the podcast as much as i love spending time with you i encourage you to share this week's episode with a friend or family member and make sure that you like and follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts i will also love it if you will leave a review for the podcast so you can let me know how much you are enjoying the show Because I am so thankful to you guys, I am going to be giving away a free gift. I understand that being married can be difficult and stressful at times. So if you are looking for a way 
to stop arguing and resolve issues in your marriage, then click the link below in the show notes to download your free PDF about how to solve problems in your marriage. If you would like to contact me, feel free to contact me on social media by clicking the links in the show notes, and I promise you that I will respond to your message. Well, I think that's all for now. So until next week, have an amazing day and a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.